Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, the speech yesterday by Kamala Harris reminds me of an old uh, adage about fraudsters we used to investigate in my prior line of work. You know, how do you know they were lying? Well, their, their lips were moving. That's how you knew they were lying. Everything was a lie. Everything. Their names, last names, first names, middle names, where they were born, what they did, who they knew. That's the Democrats. And the Hollywood celebrities piling on, who I'm going to get to in a minute, are just gross. I've got that. I've got an interesting angle on a spy in the White House they were trying to develop. Uh, You're not going to want to miss this one. I've got that. And the language police are at it again. A loaded show today and a special announcement you're not going to want to miss. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. My savvy listeners, they surf the web in peace. You know why? They have a VPN from expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm doing good. Everything is doing good. good. I know why you're doing good, because you're preparing for an interesting trip we have tomorrow, which leads me to my special announcement. If you would uh, like to meet uh, Producer Joe uh, and me, we will be interviewing... Ian and Frank from Attila's Gym up in New Jersey, not on the show uh, through like, uh, you know, virtual channels. We'll be interviewing at Attila's Gym. Yeah, we will be up there tomorrow, uh, Friday. The show will launch on Saturday. So you're not going to want to miss that. That's been my special announcement. We will also be down in North Carolina, same day. It's going to be a long day. Don't ask us how we're doing it. It's very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) But- I like to do and not talk because I'm with you. And the only way to show people you're with them is to go out and do stuff and not talk about it. So I will be yeah. in New Jersey and North Carolina at, uh, what is it? Apex, Apex Tattoo Factory, getting a tattoo. I don't oh. want a new tattoo, but I told Jax, who was arrested for daring to try to feed his family and open up his tattoo shop, uh, who was arrested for it, that I would help support his business too and get a tattoo. So what the heck? <laughs> 45, I probably shouldn't be getting any more tattoos. Get but one for me, man. But get one for me too, right? Yeah. I will. I'll get one for Joe. Maybe right. I'll put Joe's name on my bed. Paula would love that. But producer Joe on my bed. So uh, that's going to launch on Saturday. You're not going to want to miss that. I told you I'd work out until his gym. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Should be interesting. Yeah, I will man. also be doing on my parlor account, again, mm-hmm. P-A-R-L-E-R, uh, I will also be doing some uh, live streaming from there as well, from Attila's and hopefully from uh, from the okay. Tattoo Factory as well. So don't miss that. All right, let's get to it. It's a long intro, right. but it's important. A lot of stuff going on this week. Today's show brought to you by our friends at LifeLock. By the way, there will be, sorry, let me get this. There will be a regular show tomorrow too. We're going to tape super early. So don't worry, there will be a Friday show. That other show I just told you about will air on Saturday. All right, uh, LifeLock. Ladies and gentlemen, fraudsters are trying to capitalize these days by sending messages through social media and emails trying to get consumers to fall for a scam that uses Cash App. The messages offer free money in the app to help them through this difficult time. I mean, what kind of loser does this, like scams people in this uh, with the play going on? However, the link in the message is fraudulent, malicious, and could steal money and personal information. Folks, I had my personal information stolen. It was a nightmare. It's really important to understand how identity theft can affect our lives in cybercrime. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet, whether you know it or not. You could miss identity threats by just monitoring your credit. That's why we have LifeLock. They detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. I get a text anytime something suspicious happens. I love it. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist to your case. God forbid you become a victim. This happened to me. It was terrible. It took me forever to clean up. 
No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. That's why I got LifeLock, because they have restoration specialists who can help you if it does happen. LifeLock can see threats you might miss on your own. Go now, get up to 25% off your first year. Go to lifelock.com slash Bongino. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino today. Secure your identity. Do it for your kids and your wife too, or your husband for 25% off. Lifelock.com slash Bongino. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. My apologies for the extra long intro, but that show is going to be really interesting. And we've been organizing it for a long time. It takes a lot of logistics to travel to two states in the same day, <laughs> do yeah. two shows and have to get the pilots home by a certain amount of time. So Joe will be there as well. He'll be, dry, he'll be kind enough uh, to be driving up from uh, from Maryland. So uh, we, we and, uh, and Drew as well. Drew will be yeah, with me Drew, yeah. on the uh, magic time machine we're using to get between uh, multiple states in the same day. <laughs> um, let me get to this story first. A little... um different than we usually open up the show with because uh, we do have a lot of uh, interesting and, and, and kind of hardcore facts and data to get to. But, you know, I grew up in New York with uh, Howard Stern on the radio. I mean, everybody listened to Howard Stern. He was on WNBC, remember that? And then he was on K-Rock. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody listened to Stern. It was just, if you had your radio on blast at a traffic light, and it was the summer and you didn't want to burn any gas because you mistakenly thought opening the windows was better than putting the AC on kind of like me when I had no money, you know, you're lucky to have $2 in your wallet. Um, you heard everybody listening to Howard Stern in the morning. And there was a reason that Democrats, Republicans, young guys, young women, old guys, older women all listened to Stern. It didn't matter your party affiliation because they thought he was irreverent. They thought he was funny and he said some crazy stuff. And candidly, most of the time you listen to Stern, you listen to him because you wanted to hear what he was going to say next, because you never knew what was going to happen. Howard Stern has become a pathetic uh, party line, uh, just bootlicking, butt kissing, far left liberal trying to collectively kiss the butt of the Hollywood community to ingratiate himself now because he's afraid he'll be a victim of cancel culture. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Howard mentioned me on his show, by the way, a couple of weeks, someone sent it to me or something about a story about the mask thing. He clearly didn't listen to anything I said in the piece because he's not that smart. Uh, but he's a huge sellout now and a clown and a joker. And he's a wuss, too. He likes to talk about how he took like karate when he was a kid and he'll kick someone in the kneecaps. Oh. Howard Stern, your, your, your redheaded stepsister could take Howard Stern in a, in a fight. Believe me. The guy, he's like, I, I, I love his line, too. He always brings up this line like, he grew up in a black neighborhood. All right, what does that mean? Who, who, what, who cares? What, is that, what does that have anything to do with it? He says that all the time. So Stern's a huge sellout. And I only yeah. bring it up in light of what I'm going to talk about next, which is Kamala Harris's litany of lies in the speech yesterday, which was awful that she gave uh, with Joe Biden. The speech she gave was just all lies. I'm going to go through that and debunk each one. But Stern piles on. And the reason I bring this up is because a lot of stupid people have microphones. Stupid people like Stern, who's a moron now. He's, he's a totally discredited sellout. He used to actually stand for something, even though he was said crazy stuff. I don't know if you know this, but Howard Stern once ran for governor in New York and he ran on common sense stuff that people were like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Many of you don't remember this. I remember it like it was yesterday. I don't. He no. ran for governor for a limited period of time. Then they wanted like his tax returns or his income and he bailed out, but he ran for governor. And one of his lines was this, Hey, why are we sitting in traffic all day in New York? If you could just do this construction at midnight, everybody was like, Genius. And midnight construction became a thing. 
largely because Stern brought it up. He used to take a position on guns that wasn't, you know, him kissing the butt of Hollywood libs. He'd say, hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm trying to stay out of politics, but people should have the right to defend themselves was kind of his position on guns. He's a hardcore leftist now. What do I mean? Let me look at this article, big sellout Stern and, and stupid people with microphones, again, who make other people believe that this stuff is all true. So here's an article in the radical left wing rag, the Daily News. Howard Stern slams Trump. And the once beautiful postal service says we're a third world country now. Wonders how there's no revolution in the streets. What? Stern is blaming Trump for the problems with the postal service before the election? Trump. Does Stern even watch the news? Or is he too involved with telling people how he's going to kneecap people from his his uh, Ishan Ru karate class he took in seventh grade? I took Ishan Ru karate. Some of that stuff's pretty good. Mashita actually showed us the benefits of karate in the UFC. Stern doesn't. He's let me go. Here's a quote from the Daily News piece about Stern. This is more about. I'm going to get to another celebrity minute again. Stupid people with microphones who make you believe that. Yeah, it's definitely Trump that screwed up the postal service from the Daily News piece. Trump's calling, uh, he, uh, Stern's insisting that Trump would be, he would be a traitor. He says, if it's the president, this is the Daily News piece, excuse me. If it's the president's hope to get reelected at the cost of the Postal Service, Stern said, quote, that would be an act of being a traitor to this country. <laughs> now, listen, I get Howard's not, I know he's not that bright. I get that. I honestly, <laughs> folks, I never thought in a million years I'd be on the other side. Of of a of a of a Howard Stern story and knocking the guy because I really I grew up with his insanity on the radio. Hmm. A lot of it was funny, a lot of it was stupid, most of it was irreverent, and definitely wouldn't forget it. Today he'd be canceled in a minute. But this man has a microphone and millions of people who listen, and he's calling Trump a, a traitor or insisting he could be a traitor because it's. Trump's fault that the Postal Service can't get their heads out of their cabooses and manage their own postal servicing? Did he miss this video in the last, what, Joe, three years of President Trump calling out the Postal Service for mismanagement? Did he miss all of that? Mm. No, he didn't. He he probably did because he probably doesn't even watch the news. He's probably too busy reading People magazine or whatever it may be. But here's just recently, the other day, President Trump appointing someone new to oversee the Postal Service because they've been a mismanagement disaster. But Stern missed all of this. Check this out. They want $25 billion for the post office because of this. And remember, the new man who is a great person, a great businessman, just got there a little while ago. The post office has been uh, run poorly for many, many decades. Great people in the post office, incredible people, but they've had very bad leadership for many years, so we'll get it straightened out. But they turned out this bill because they want radical left agenda items that nobody in their right mind would approve. So they want $25 billion for the post office. All he had to do, by the way, Howard, who has a microphone, and you may say, oh, Dan, he's, you know, he's a shock jock, whatever. He's got an audience of millions of people, one of the largest in the history of terrestrial and now satellite radio. The man practically created the shock jock market, him and Don Imus. If you don't know, then just shut up. If you don't know anything, just don't talk about it. Yeah, I guess that's what people will say. Oh, what do you expect, Howard? He's not a politician. You expect him to know the details about Trump and the post office? Um, yeah, if you're going to talk about it. 
Joe, what are some topics we don't talk about on this show often? We talk about sports. Hmm. When was the last time you and I covered a sports oh, story? Very uh, maybe rarely. never. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. Kaepernick kneeling. Why? That, yeah. Because, folks, I don't watch the NFL anymore. I don't know anything. I have no idea. I, you know, I was a Raiders fan. I like the Ravens. I couldn't even tell you one player on either one of those teams. I don't know. So I shut my mouth. I don't listen to Stern anymore ever since he's become a lunatic. So I don't comment on his show unless his show creeps up on my feed like I saw yesterday with the Daily News article with his direct quote. And then I had to go back and listen to make sure I wasn't misinterpreting what he said because it's called research. Stern might want to try it sometime. Stupid people with microphones. We actually do homework. You want to see another stupid person with an audience? <sighs> this is a real tweet, by the way. Hmm? Remember Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Remember Halloween? Jamie Lee Curtis? Remember that Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. This is an actual tweet from Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Leave this up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is an actual tweet. At Jamie Lee Curtis, there's a photo of a U.S. Postal Service truck on the back of a flatbed. Meaning what, Joe? It probably broke down. Probably not Possibly. hard to believe considering yeah. the Postal Service has been mismanaged forever. It says, I swear, this is her tweet, in broad daylight, the driver of the uh, red truck had a red cap on with white letters. The, the flatbed's a red truck with the Postal Service van on the back. Conspiracy? Outright attempt at stealing the election by the... <laughs> Holy smokes. Holy cow. Hold this down. I got to finish this. Outright <laughs> attempt at stealing the election by denying the access of the Postal Service? Let's not let it happen, Joe Biden. <laughs> Dude, do you have Motley? <laughs> Come on, dude. That's a double at minimum. You got to fire that one up. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, again, stupid people with audiences, insinuating that a flatbed driver is stealing a postal service truck to impact the election because he may have had a red hat on, a MAGA hat maybe, with yeah. white letters. She doesn't even say it's a MAGA hat. She says it's a red hat with white letters. Maybe it's a Cincinnati Reds baseball cap. You ever think about that? You ever think about that? I hate the word cap, baseball hat. I never liked that. Well, why? It's like pantry. I can't stand those words. You ever think maybe, Joe, just made Occam's razor, right? Yeah. Given all potential explanations for a problem, uh -huh. always accept the one that requires the least amount of assumptions. Occam's razor, otherwise known as keep it simple, stupid, right? Mm -hmm. So given all possible explanations, number one, that the postal service truck may have broken down and therefore the flatbed truck guy is towing the truck to a location to have it repaired. That requires you to assume very little, Joe. It requires you to assume what? That the truck mm -hmm. broke down. Not a difficult assumption, considering we probably mismanaged the Postal Service forever. Jamie Lee Curtis violating Occam's razor, the keep it simple, stupid axiom. It's like, no, no, no. This could be a, the, the red hats are coming. You're not the red coats. <laughs> the red hats are coming. The red hat <laughs> army of Trump conspirators. 
what stole a red a red flatbed went and stole the post you got to assume now the postal service postman or postwoman operator gave the truck up voluntarily and didn't report it. There was nothing on the news about a stolen postal truck. So you got to assume, I don't know, he gave it up voluntarily and he hasn't reported it yet. You have to assume all these things. This is insane. The, the red hats are coming. They're stealing postal trucks everywhere. The election. Folks, stupid people with microphones. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that way may have been a trip that was a borderline triple monthly all right listen oh, I'm gonna, before i get let me get to my second sponsor because we're loaded today it's a big show uh, i want to get to kamala harris's speech yesterday i'm sorry i know i don't usually start the show with that kind of stuff but we have an election coming up and millions of people are reading the social media accounts and listening to the radio shows of really dumb people like stern uh, blaming trump for the postal service and then jamie lee curtis hats are coming they're stealing postal trucks everywhere they're stealing ballots really all right got a new watch from my uh team over at vincero you know i love vincero this is a new altitude with the blue face just got this one the other day that's sharp or what yeah i have the you like that paula joe's got an altitude with the green band here's my altitude mm -hmm. with the brown band and here's this is the black face altitude with the uh, black band as well, which I like. This is the blue face one. Vincero, they have a big sale going on. You already know how I feel about Vincero watches. I get compliments about them all the time. Wear them every day on the show. Vincero is dedicated to the craft. They put the time and effort into creating high quality watches, timepieces. You can wear them day after day. You're going to get a ton of compliments about it. These are beautiful looking watches. Stop wasting your money on other watches where you're overspending for a watch that looks like crap. This is a great watch at a terrific price. They're running a site-wide sale to celebrate their sixth anniversary. Sixth. I almost did a Joe Biden there. So I was just putting my hand up. Sixth. Joe Biden, that's six right there. <laughs> this will not only be the biggest sale of the year, but the biggest sale in Vincero history. Up to 30% off site-wide. No code required. Your discount will be automatically applied at checkout when you visit vincerowatches.com slash Bongino. Everything's on the site on sale. No exclusions, including four of their all-new collections, which are available. They're shipping all orders directly from their local U.S. distributors. They're taking up, they're delivering orders on time. There's no brand name markup, no big time price tags. The promise to you is simple. Solid, well-made, awesome looking watches that scream manliness and womanliness. They have women's watches too that you'll enjoy wearing. Go to their anniversary sale now. Vincero offers free shipping, 30-day returns, and guarantees your watch for two years. Vincero has over 22,000 five-star reviews. You won't find a better made watch that looks this good anywhere. Like I said, these are the timepieces you'll enjoy wearing every single day. If you don't, Vincero will make it right. That's their promise. If you don't love it, they will make it right by you. Go shop Vincero's biggest sale of the year. Go to Vincero, V-I-N-C-E-R-O watches.com slash Bongino. Do not pay full price on any of these beautiful timepieces. Take advantage of this opportunity to get one of my go-to watches at a great price. Vincero watches.com slash Bongino. Great watches. Love this one. Be wearing this one tomorrow. So Kamala Harris and Joe Biden on the new uh, Harris-Biden ticket. Yeah, it's Harris-Biden. Please stop saying Biden-Harris. It's the Harris-Biden ticket. Biden is an empty vessel. I'll get to a Babylon B article, but it's the Harris-Biden ticket. Paris will be the de facto president, okay? So on this show, it'll be the Harris-Biden ticket because that's what it is. So they were introduced to America yesterday, dutifully walking out, one of the most cringeworthy moments I've ever seen. Of course, the speech was celebrated by the left-wing media. The speech Joe Biden gave where he repeatedly lied and the speech Kamala Harris gave 
which I don't know if she said anything that was actually true. The media was like, it was awesome. She's the best. The future. A star is born again. Remember yesterday's show? Tell me something good. There we go. The star is Man. born was back yesterday, despite the fact that she got almost no votes in the Democratic primary. As I said on Hannity's show last night, it's not that Republicans rejected Kamala Harris. I'm a Republican. I can't vote in a Democrat primary. Democrats in the Democrat primaries rejected Kamala Harris to the point she didn't even make it to Iowa. Remember that? She dropped out before the Iowa caucus because Democrats disliked her. We didn't even get a say. It wasn't our primary. It was theirs. Here's a great piece of National Review. Be up in the show notes today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. If you want to subscribe to our newsletter, the show notes, same thing. I use the terms interchangeably. This is a really great article. Cal Smith, National Review. Kamala Harris lies repeatedly in first speech in Bi as Biden's running me. Now, I'm going to lay out the lies. And then at the end, let me not forget here, because sometimes I get into stuff and I forget and it really kind of ticks me off. Let me be clear what I'm not doing here. I'm going to debunk these lies because you need to understand the truth, because you need to debate your liberal friends, not because you're going to change their minds. You're not. As Paula said this morning, it was a great point she made before the show. She goes, Dan, you know, you do these shows about lies and the Democrats, and it doesn't matter. Like the media is going to repeat the lie anyway. No one's going to call them out. And they're just going to repeat the same lie again. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It does, she's right about that. She's not wrong. But it does matter because remember, you're not arguing with your liberal friends or the media. They don't, they lie on purpose. They know they're, they don't care if you call them out. You're arguing on Facebook and you're debating in public and you're knocking on doors and telling people the truth because you hope there's a third party listening, not that liberal. They don't really care. They lie on purpose. But there's someone listening in that third party that will be persuaded and realize that you have the facts and the liberals never do. I'm going to get to after this though, how this is very transactional now. And I don't think this is going to impact liberals at all. But it's important we get the truth out. So let's go to lie number one yesterday. Again, an easily debunked, discredited lie, which she'll repeat a thousand times over. Kamala Harris said yesterday, the president's mismanagement of the pandemic has plunged us into the worst, excuse me, economic crisis since the Great Depression, Kamala Harris said. Well, that, that's false. Ladies and gentlemen, it's categorically false. Kyle Smith from National Review goes on, the pandemic and its associated lockdowns, not the president, are responsible for the economic contraction. Folks, that's obvious. Is that not obvious? I mean, what kind, what kind of an idiot doesn't understand that? Of course, Kamala Harris, she's not dumb. She, she's just lying. Trump did it? It was the plague. It goes on. By the way, Donald Trump is not the president of the Eurozone, which suffered through an even more dire economic contraction in the second quarter, minus 40% annualized against the minus 32% in the United States. She's just not telling you the truth. The economy was motoring and firing on all cylinders outside of the debt problem before this plague imposed upon us from China, before it hit. Harris knows that, but she's just repeating it anyway. That's an easily discredited hoax. That's an easy one. This one's even more brazen, lie number two, where you scratch your head and you're like, does she even watch the news or is she like Stern getting the news from the National Enquirer? People may actually, the National Enquirer's pegged more stories than I should, let me take that back. I'm not even kidding. The National Enquirer actually broke the, the uh, John Edwards story. So scratch that. They're very reliable compared to the mainstream media. Getting it from like the Babylon Bee, which is intentional satire. She says yesterday, Kamala Harris, 
in the litany of lies speech. She says, just look at where Trump and Pence have gotten us. Millions of kids who cannot go back to school, Harris said. Wait, come to me for a second. Come wait, wait, what? Do, again, Senator Harris, do you even watch the news? Do you do the newsy thing? Because there's only two options. It's Trump and Pence keeping your kids out of school. Our kids out of school. There's only two potential solutions to this or answers to this obvious absurdity. Number one, she's just blatantly lying. Or number two, again, she's too silly to figure it out. That's not the truth. Go back to that, please. Number two. National Review, quote, wrong. It's not Trump's decision whether kids go back to school because the federal government doesn't run schools. And he has urged the schools to reopen. Did she miss all that? The primary reason kids cannot go back to school is opposition from teachers unions. The second largest teachers union is threatening to strike if schools reopen. Again, she will repeat this lie that Trump caused the economic contraction, not the pandemic. The second lie that it's Trump and Pence getting in the way of your kids going back to school, despite the fact that a basic interweb search, if you get the joke, would show you that is absolutely categorically false. And the opposite is true. 180 degree difference from what she's telling you. She doesn't care because out of the two options, she's a real liar or she's really stupid. She's not really stupid. We know that. That may make people feel good to say she's really stupid. She's not. She's just deliberately lying, hoping that you'll buy it. And when I say you, I mean swayable independent voters whose votes may still be up in the air. She's not trying to sway liberals. You understand what I'm trying to get at here? She, liberals know she's lying to them. They don't care. Right. They are transactional. That's it. They're not ethical. I'm not talking about all liberals or all Democrats. I want to be clear because there are some who do care. Just like there are some conservatives who care when other politicians say things that aren't true. The radical left and a lot of the liberals who teeter with them don't care at all that this is an easily discredited lie. They're transactional. They want a transaction to take place. The morals and ethics of it are irrelevant. The transaction is they want President Joe Biden to take over for former President Donald J. Trump. Whatever they have to do to get there is what they'll do. Morals and ethics be damned. Here's the third lie. You're like, the, the, the speech wasn't that long. No, no, it goes on. There were more. These I'm just giving you four. Kyle Smith, National Review. Kamala Harris said yesterday, the virus has impacted almost every country. But there's a reason it has hit America worse than any other advanced nation. Because of Trump's failure to take it seriously. Okay, so there's a premise in this. The premise is what? that we have been hit worse than any other advanced nation. Right? You, you saw the quote. I just read it to you. Her line, her quote, not mine. So again, either Kamala Harris is a liar or is really dumb. Well, we know she's not really dumb, which means she's a liar. Because that's not what happened. It hasn't hit us worse than any other advanced country. Back to the piece. Wrong. Several advanced nations have suffered more fatalities per million than the United States. Belgium, the UK, Spain, Italy, Sweden. Donald Trump is not in charge of any of these countries. Last, last time I checked, UK, Belgium, Sweden, 
Yeah, yeah, Trump, no. Trump, United States, Sweden. She's just making that up. She's lying because she's very good at it. That's how she got where she is. She's lied repeatedly. Repeatedly over and over and over. Again, if you're a liberal, I understand this doesn't bother you. And you may say, well, Trump's lied too. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, Trump has said things that aren't true. Every single politician has. I'm not suggesting to you that in this transactional time where people's political goals supersede everything, that this is going to alter any liberal's mind. I'm simply telling you, if you are an independent out there listening to this show, or you're debating a liberal, there may be someone who will be swayed because none of this stuff is actually true. Let me go to the last one. And you can read this piece again up at our show notes today, and I encourage you to. Harris said yesterday, quote, six years ago, in fact, we had a different health crisis. It was called Ebola. We all remember that pandemic. We do. You remember the Ebola pandemic? I, I, don't, I, I don't remember that. It says, quote, incorrect. Ebola was an outbreak, not a pandemic, according to the World Health Organization. Right. I, do you, Joe, do you remember anyone with Ebola? No, not on my block, no. Mm-mm. No, not on, yeah, not on mine either. It was no. serious. It did make yeah, its yeah. way to the United States. It was a Dallas yes. hospital that had a case. Yeah, yeah. But there was no pandemic of Ebola. It was an outbreak of Ebola. It was particularly bad in uh, certain African countries, which yes. did make it over here. But why is Harris lying about this too? Again, an easily refuted, easily discredited, easily debunked fact. Ebola was not a pandemic. Because, of course, Barack Obama was in charge. And when Obama was in charge and Biden was his vice president, everything they did was gold, including handling the Ebola, uh, the Ebola pandemic, which was not a pandemic. Terrible. These people lie all the time. They lie all the time. It was an outbreak. They want to make it out like they handled this dramatic situation and they crushed it, Biden and Obama. It's not what happened. Ron Klain, who was a, the Ebola czar, who is now uh, one of their, you know, trusted advisors on these policies. Ron Klain screwed the whole thing up. All right. I got a loaded show. Am I a half hour in already? Sheesh. Time flies. What do we got next? Oh, this is a good... I'm going to get to this. Let me get to my third sponsor, but I got a... This spy in the White House. Remember that... Charlie episode that got removed from, oh, yeah. was it? Who took it down? Was it YouTube who took it down? It was, yeah, YouTube. They took it down and made it private. That Charlie episode had a lot of this stuff in there. This is going to be good stuff. You're not going to want to miss this. Great article by Julie Kelly at American Greatness about potential spies in the White House and the same names creeping up again. All right, today's show also brought to you by my friends at Parlor. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the owners of Parlor. I love Parlor because right now big tech companies are silencing conservatives. They are. We've seen it. The big tech tyrants, including Twitter, they're censoring the president. They are censoring conservatives. We had Fakebook, which I told you uh, yesterday. Fakebook, which got involved in a long thing with us, fact-checking again and declaring false an absolutely true story where we actually quoted someone. Uh, This is a real problem. You need to make your social media home somewhere else where you don't have to worry about being banned for your political ideas, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not on Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, I get this a lot. People spell it wrong a lot. It's P-A-R-L-E-R. 
Please download the app today. Go to the App Store and make it your new social media home. There are millions of people on there now. The interaction is incredible. It's been noted by a lot of my conservative talk radio friends that their interaction on Parler is far greater than it is on Twitter. What's Twitter doing? I don't know. Are they throttling conservatives? I have no idea. You go on Parler, you're going to find a lot of people there. You're going to really enjoy the conversation. The content is terrific. Go today. It's the news and free speech app. It will not silence your opinions, and they do not violate your privacy, unlike these other sites. Simply download the app, create your account, post and share, and be sure to follow me. I am at Bongino at Parler. Go to Parler.com, P-A-R-L-E-R. Go to the App Store and download Parler today. You'll see it's a red background with the P. Please check it out. Follow me at Bongino. I post there. And as an added bonus, I will be doing some live streaming on my Parler account. Again, I'm at Bongino. Follow me there. Uh, on my uh, interview with the guys at Attila's yesterday, these warriors who were uh, fighting for uh, fighting for freedom, trying to keep their businesses open. Check that out. And also at the uh, Tattoo Factory. You may want to see that. Uh, where am I getting a tattoo again, Paula? My back. So we'll see how we do. That could be interesting. We'll try to live stream that. So <laughs> Joe will be in New Jersey, not North Carolina, uh, because he doesn't <laughs> have a time machine. But uh, maybe, Joe, you can take some live stream stuff for us up in uh, Jersey. That'd be pretty That'd cool. That'd be cool. All right. Don't miss it on Parlor. P-A-R-L-E-R. Follow me. I'm at Bongino. Okay. So, folks, there's a great article in American Greatness by Julie Kelly, who does some really terrific work. She has a book out, too. And it, I, you know, that we opened up the show, the theme of today's show. I try to keep some thematic element that runs through the entire show here. Is how do you know Democrats are lying? Again, their lips are moving. That's how you know they're <laughs> like, they lie all the time. I start to wonder sometimes, like, what's the difference between Russian propagandists trying to impact their election and a certain small portion of the Democrat Party that repeats their propaganda? I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, when it comes to elect, what's the difference? You're using propaganda to impact an election. So are the Russians you claim to hate. Collusion with the Russians. They're doing it again now. Here's this piece by Julie Kelly. I can't encourage you in strong enough terms to read. It's excellent. Russian collusion perps target Johnson. What is this article about? I'm going to use a few screenshots from it. Here's what's going on. Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, who got beat up a little bit on Hugh Hewitt's show as a conservative um, because we want to know where the subpoenas are, where people, why people aren't, which is a fair question for Hugh Hewitt to ask. Senator Ron Johnson's on a committee that can do something about it. Johnson's generally a pretty good guy, though, and I think he's working pretty hard on another story you really need to know. He is a Republican from Wisconsin. What is he doing? He's investigating Joe Biden's kid and their role in this Burisma scandal. That's not how the investigation started. They didn't seek to investigate Hunter Biden and the kids. They were looking at some foreign interference items, and it happened to creep up that Joe Biden's got a very suspicious past with his son in both China and Ukraine. Everybody knows that. Johnson's been looking into it. And he's finding some really disturbing things about Hunter Biden's business relationships and Joe Biden's interference in those business relationships on Hunter Biden's behalf in Ukraine. We all know the story. Biden, Hunter Biden, Joe's kid, while he's vice president, gets a very lucrative appointment to a Ukrainian natural gas company. There's some allegations of wrongdoing. All of a sudden, the investigation gets squashed. Joe Biden's on tape saying the investigator looking into his son's company needs to be fired. You've seen all that. Very simple in a nutshell description of what happened. So what happens? Democrats, again, how do you know they're lying? Because they're talking. All of a sudden, Johnson may be onto something. And he's saying, I'm going to release this report in September about what went on here. Uh Uh-oh. 
Democrats are like, huh? what? What do we do now? What do you mean Johnson's going to release a report about all our malfeasance through Biden overseas collusion and all that stuff? We were blaming that on Republicans. So they go right back to the go-to, which is what? Ron Johnson must be colluding with the Russians, putting out Ukrainian misinformation. They don't, again, back to my point. They don't care. They got caught lying about the collusion hoax. They're just going to trot it out again because nobody's going to stop them except us. The mainstream media will eat it up. I'm going to show you in a minute. A Russian noted Russian collusion hoaxer, disgraced TV host Nicole Wallace at MSNBC, an embarrassment to humankind. I'm going to show doing Russia's work on TV no different than that in a second. But let me go to this screenshot from Julie Kelly's piece, which you really should read. It describes what Johnson's doing and how the uh, Democrats are trying to stop him by saying, no, no, Ron Johnson's going to expose the Bidens. That's that's the Russians. Clowns. Clown time. Quote from Julie Kelly's piece, American Greatness. Since impeachment failed to permanently closet the Biden's Ukrainian skeletons, Democrats are now calling the Hail Mary play, Joe. Russian collusion. It's back to thwart Republican efforts to expose the presidential candidates dirty dealings before Election Day. Get a load of this. In July, at the same time Ron Johnson ramped up his inquiry, top Democratic lawmakers, including Pelosi, requested an FBI briefing, Joe, over alleged fears that Congress appears to be a target of a concerted foreign interference campaign, which seeks to launder and amplify disinformation in order to influence congressional activity. Okay, this is colossal BS, which stands for bull, you get the rest. What's happening here? Remember those tapes? Oh, yeah, the tapes of Joe Biden on tape. Yeah, yeah. Discussing Mm -hmm. with the Ukrainian uh, President Poroshenko some very shady stuff on tape. Mm -hmm. No one's disputing, by the way, the authenticity of those tapes. No one. We played some of them on this show. Well, they were released by a Ukrainian lawmaker. And the Democrats are now alleging Joe, he's doing Russia's work. Notice what they do. They don't Mm -hmm. dispute. They don't dispute in any way the authenticity of the tapes that Biden is on tape discussing with the Ukrainian president some very shady dealings about the prosecutor looking into his son. They don't discuss the tapes at all. The story becomes about who gave Johnson the tapes or who put him out there. And that's definitely Russian collusion. And idiots in the media suck it right up. They suck it right up. Here is the triumvirate of idiots, the three stooges of stupid. Swamp rats in the intelligence community, media folks, and the blue checkmark brigade on Twitter that spreads this stuff around, the disinformation specialists. That's the triumvirate of stupid, the three stooges of dopiness. You don't believe me? Here's Nicole Wallace, who knows full well the tapes of Joe Biden discussing the firing of a prosecutor looking into his son and the company he works for in Ukraine for a very lucrative contract. The tapes... Doesn't discuss the tapes at all because they're devastating. They make the story about how the tapes made it into the American media, suggesting this is definitely Russian inclusion. Totally made up. Here's Nicole Wallace, embarrassment to humankind. Again, doing the work of the Russians, trying to impact an election by putting out this absurdity. Check this out. The intelligence community has reached an assessment that they have uh, briefed to Congress and made public. And it says this, Russia is actively working to, quote, denigrate Joe Biden. My question for you is, Ron Johnson, senator from Wisconsin, is also actively working to denigrate 
Joe Biden. Are they in cahoots? I don't know if they're in cahoots, but a senator, an American citizen, has the right to participate in the political process. The former KGB operative Vladimir Putin does not have the right. It is unlawful and it is a violation of national security. Notice what he does there. The commentators at Jeremy Bash and media hack Nicole Wallace. Notice what they do. Again, this is about the tapes of Joe Biden speaking about very shady things on tape with a Ukrainian lawmaker. They make it about who the tapes came from and then they lie about it. And the guy says, the commentator, who either doesn't know anything, so he's either really dumb or a liar. You know he's not dumb, so he's just a liar. Who says Vladimir Putin has no right to uh, participate? Those tapes didn't come from Putin. They came from a Ukrainian, Durkash. They didn't come from Putin. Everybody knows that. He knows that. He's just lying to you. Because again, the story, which is really about this report Ron Johnson's going to issue. Is everybody, Joe, you getting what I'm talking about? Ron Johnson's going to issue a report in September Mm -hmm. about Joe Biden's malfeasance in Ukraine, which is going to be really, really bad, folks. The money trail's ugly. What Joe Biden's kid did there is ugly. What Joe Biden did to force out a prosecutor investigating his kid's company is ugly. And the tapes are devastating. There's going to be a report. They don't want the story about the report. They want the story about a lie. It's already been debunked, the Russian collusion lie. They don't care that it's been debunked. They're just going to trot it out again, and they're going to overlay it on the Ukraine story. No, no, Putin gave us the tapes. He did. You have any evidence of that, Jeremy? No, I have none. But these idiots in the media fell for it last time, the collusion hoax, so we'll just do it again. (laughs) Hey, just for transparency, Dan, I took two two seconds of dead air out of that. Uh, You did? Yeah, I took two seconds of dead air out. Oh, well, thank for, you. That's good. Yeah. See, I don't want to. We, so we did not edit for content at all, though, just to be clear. Absolutely not. I the want con- to be up front. Good. We yeah. just don't want to bore you with dead air. Thank you. Yeah, that's important me, to right? know. Mm-hmm. Because, no, and you know why that's important? Because some media lunatic will be like, they edited that selectively. Yeah. Yes. Here's what we took out. Hold on, folks. That's what we took out. That's two seconds of dead That's it. That's it. <laughs> but it's a good point. They selectively edited that. Idiots, you see what they do? The Russian collusion hoax. Again, they don't care. You'd be like, there's no way they're going to do the PP stuff again. Why? Why wouldn't they do it again? These people are propagandists. They're no different than Russian propagandists trying to hurt our election. How are they any different? They know they're lying to you. Those tapes didn't come from Putin. It came from a Ukrainian. They don't care. Believe it or not, the story gets worse. Now. Showing you again how intelligence community swamp rats, the media and the blue checkmark brigade on Twitter, how they work together, how the, 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 the swampiness just oozes and connects the sinewy connections between all of them. They needed something official to promote the collusion hoax again. Say, why, Dan, if they're going to lie? No, no, they want at least the patina of truth. They want to be able to cite something. So what was, you don't believe me? After Trump wins the election, what comes out that shows that the Russian collusion PP stuff was real? Oh, remember the intelligence community assessment? 17 agencies say Trump colluded with, uh, or Russians want to impact the election to help Trump. Remember that? It was all fake. It was based on the dossier. It was fake, okay? That was fake. The ICA was based on fake information. Stephen McIntyre on Twitter at Climate Audit has been doing incredible work on how the ICA, the intelligence failures were legion. 
It was fake, but it gave everything the patina, the coating, the, the, the texture of truth. No, no, Joe, 17 agencies said Russia colluded to help Trump. It must be real. Yeah. They're going to go back to this now to stop Ron Johnson. Keep in mind the goal. They have to stop Ron Johnson for putting this report out. So they're going to say he's colluding with the Russians. It's, none of that is true. It's totally, completely false and made up. But they need some, again, layer of truth, some official document to make it seem like it's happening. And what surfaces magically? Oh, my gosh. One of the same players involved in the Spygate scandal, Bill Evanina's name surfaces again. They issue this report. Let's go to screenshot two from the American Greatness piece. Amazing how these names keep creeping up. We assessed that Russia is using a range of measures to primarily denigrate former Vice President Biden. Oh, my gosh. This is a direct quote. And what is seen as an anti-Russia establishment concluded Bill Evanina. Oh, remember him? Bill Evanina. Yeah, director of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center. Where does that name come from? Bill Evanina. My hmm. gosh. Haven't we heard that name before? Yes, you have, folks. Yes, you have. So the Democrats have a problem. Ron Johnson understands what Biden did over there in Ukraine. They got tapes. The Democrats have to make up another story to crush the original story that Biden has a problem in Ukraine. The new story will be, it's not Biden's problem in Ukraine. That's Russian disinformation and they're colluding with Republicans. Same story they had before. Problem number three, how do we make this seem real? Let's issue this counterterrorism center report from Bill Avenida saying, no, the Russians definitely are trying to hurt Vice President Biden. Who's Bill Evanina? Let's go to this CNS News. This is from April of 2019. The story will be in the show notes. So sometimes we put in old stories in there because they're new again. Susan Jones, new stroke page text, raised questions about FBI attempts to surveil the Trump transition team. So Bill Evanina, who released that report there, you're like, I know I've heard his name before. What does it have to do with this article in CNS? Well, in this CNS News article, you're going to see some texts from Lisa Page and Peter Stroke of the FBI, who were two investigators, an investigator and a lawyer involved in the spying operation on Donald Trump. And you'll see this first text, which is really suspicious. Now, keep in mind, when they're talking about Katie here, they're talking about, it's believed, they're talking about Katie's husband. Leave this up a moment here. Katie's husband is believed to be Mike Pence's chief of staff, Josh Pitcock. Katie works for Peter Stroke. Let me read the text and I'll explain it in a minute later how this relates to Evanina, who conveniently uh, provides the cover for them. The Russians are at it again. Quote, this is a Peter Stroke text. Talking with Bill, do we want Joe to go with Evanina instead of Charlie for a variety of reasons? Page, hmm, not sure. Would it be unusual to have him show up again? Maybe another agent from the team? Stroke, or he's the, quote, CI guy. Same might make sense. He can assess if there's any news, questions, or cues, or different demeanor. If Katie's husband is there, he can see if there are people we can develop for potential relationships. So just to be clear, Bill Evanina, who conveniently issues a report about the Russians trying to degrade Mike Pence, right as the Democrats release nonsense from Pelosi, that Rus the Russians are working with Republicans to denigrate Pence. Totally made up. The guy who issues the report is the same guy referenced in a text about sending a team over to the White House to spy on President, uh, Vice President-elect uh, Pence. This is, those texts are in November of 2016 during the transition, just days after Trump wins the election. He's the president-elect. 
Pence is the vice president-elect. They're talking about discussing with Bill Evanina, the same guy who issues the new the dossier number three. We had dossier number one. Dossier number two is the intelligence community assessment. 17 inch. Dossier number three is now the new national counterintelligence assessment. The Russians are definitely trying to hurt Biden. This is what they do. It, it is the official document the media needs to run with a BS story every single time. It's the same lie over and over and over. And who puts it out? Bill Evanina. The same guy they're talking to about sending a spy, the CI guy, counterintelligence guy, to go spy on Mike Pence and to use Katie's husband to do it. Katie is a woman believed to be a woman, Katie, who worked for Peter Stroke. Her husband was the vice president's old chief of staff. It's believed to be Josh Pitcock. Do you believe this? This is the Now, a fair question. And I'm not going to let this go. I know where you're going with this, and you're very smart. Joe, I know you're thinking this now, too. Why does Trump not fire these guys, Evanina? Why yeah. are these guys still around? Trotting out the same scandal. Make up a hoax to cover for a Democrat scandal. Russian collusion. Issue a, an official document from some swamp, uh, a, from some agency where the top of it, at least, is filled with swamp rats. And then use that official document to perpetrate the lie. Why are these people still around? Ladies and gentlemen, the answer is, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not here to put lipstick on anything. I, I just don't know. I can only hope in a second term that these people are shown the exit on day one. What is this guy still doing here? Holy Moses. There's another text, by the way. Let's go to text number two. Again, Evanina is involved in this whole thing. They're talking to him about this. He's the one issuing new reports now about collusion. Text number two from the CNS piece. Here's Lisa Page again. Should I ask Andy? Talking about Andy McCabe, deputy director of the FBI about it. Or does Bill want to reach out to Andy? Stroke says, I told him I'm sure we could ask you to make the swap if we thought it was smart. It's not until Monday, so Bill can always discuss with him tomorrow. Bill's assumed to be Bill Prystep, who's running the hoist Peter Stroke's boss. Discuss with who? Comey? Evanina? What did Evanina know? Why is Evanina still issuing these reports? You have no evidence whatsoever. Evanina's, the evidence he's citing is a Ukrainian lawmaker's exposing of the Biden tapes. He's not Russian. We're not supposed to listen to the tapes of Biden engaged in a potentially one of the biggest scandals in modern times, trying to get a prosecutor fired, investigating his son's company, who was conveniently appointed to a board in a company Biden's overseeing as part of his portfolio as vice president. We're not supposed to listen to the tapes because what? Bill Evanina said this is disinformation. How is it disinformation? Are the tapes wrong? I'm not. Don't confuse what I'm saying either. Don't confuse for a second. Me suggesting these Ukrainian lawmakers or anyone giving us this information have our best interest in mind. Joe, I want to be clear on this. Okay, yeah. And to our audience. Mm -hmm. These guys are all mercenary. Everybody's got their own interests in mind. The Ukrainians, the Russians, the United States, the Democrats, the Republicans, everybody's mercenary in this. I'm simply suggesting to you that the story should be about the information on those tapes with Biden. 
and the things we know to be facts. The motives we can discuss at a later date. But unless you're telling me the Biden tapes are fake, Hunter Biden wasn't in fact appointed to Burisma, he was. The prosecutor wasn't fired, he was. And that Biden isn't on tape talking about the prosecutor being fired, looking into his son's company, he was. Then we can chat. Until then, take the zipper, put it over your mouth, and shut your pie hole because you're just making stuff up. You're attributing motives you're not even sure about to ignore information we know to be facts. Do you get the difference? I'm not saying these people are good people. They're great people. We should trust them with our kids, our car, and our wives. That's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you, you're ignoring facts, the Biden tapes, for a speculative story that Ron Johnson's colluding with the Russians based on no evidence at all. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, I got a couple more stories. One uh, quick piece of news that happened today during uh, the time we were on the air. Huge story, folks. Um, You may have heard this earlier in the day, but President Trump has just announced a peace deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. Uh, Folks, that's a a huge story. Again, in everything in the Trump era, he he just gets stuff done. I wish he'd get some of these firings done too, but that's a really enormous story. Happened earlier in the day. Before we started preparing for the show, I'll have more details on tomorrow's show, but this is a really big deal. Again, um, President Trump announcing earlier in the day a peace deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. Just enormous. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. Then I've got a video at the end of, again, Biden just repeating a long discredited debunked lie. It's just infuriating. (sighs) Frustrating. All right, today's final sponsor, our friends at iTarget. Listen, self-reliance matters. 2020 shown us that. We've seen COVID, some of the civil unrest. Listen, people are scared. I understand that. The fact is people can't be everywhere. Police, excuse me, can't be everywhere all at once. That's why it's really important to learn how to train with your firearm and to be ready to defend yourself or your family. One of the best ways to do it is the iTarget Pro system. You know what dry firing is? If you own a firearm, you have to train. And one of the best ways to do it is to always safely, 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 Unload your weapon, check it, check it twice, check it three times. And when you're at the range, always point in a safe direction. Always assume it's loaded no matter how many times you checked it. And to dry fire, where you depress the trigger on an empty weapon. Well, why would you do that? You would do it because you can practice things like your muscle memory, your target reaction speed, your draw from your holster, your sight alignment, your sight picture, your grip. All of those things you can practice by firing an unloaded, by depressing the trigger on an unloaded weapon. There'll be no firing. The problem with that is obvious. There were no rounds. You have no idea where they would have landed on a target because there are no rounds. It's dry. What if I told you the iTarget Pro system solved that problem? It will send you a laser round you drop in the firearm you have now. You don't have to make any changes to your firearm. There's no special barrels. It's just a round that fits right in. When you depress the trigger on their laser round, it emits a laser onto a target they send you. And in conjunction with an app, you will see exactly where the rounds went. I get... So much feedback on the iTarget Pro system, it's hard to keep track of. People love it. My father thinks it's the greatest thing ever, especially now people don't want to go to the range. They don't want to drive there. They don't want to spend the money. And it's hard to find 9 millimeters. You just can't find it. Get the iTarget Pro system now. Comes in 223, 556. They have all major calibers. Right now, get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code DAN. Don't let circumstances dictate if you're going to train or not. Take back control today train with the firearm. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com, the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com, offer code Dan, pick it up today. You're going to love it. 
You know, folks, one of the things that's always disturbed me about liberals, the far left wing of the Democrat Party, which has hijacked them, is they, they use these two tactics, lies and language prisons. Lies and language prisons, the two L's. As we've discussed throughout the show, they lie. We've just shown it. They lie all the time, repeatedly, over and over again, because they know the mainstream media won't call them out. Whether it's the collusion hoax, there was an Ebola pandemic, Trump's keeping your kid out of schools. Trump's called the uh, white supremacists and Charlottesville fine people. A lie. I mean, an obvious lie. They'll repeat it over and over again because that's what Democrats do. And then they use language prisons to stop you from calling the lie out. What do I mean by language prisons? We discuss it on the show often, but if you dare to call Kamala Harris out like we did on today's show today, because we I don't care about any of that. We do what we want on the show and we tell the truth. But if you dare to call her out, Joe, what are you? Obviously, you're a racist, yeah, racist and yeah. a misogynist too, obviously. That's right. So it's a language prison. Whatever you say about Kamala Harris, it won't be about her lies yesterday. It'll be about the language you use to call her lies out. Did you say she's ambitious? Because that's misogynistic. Did you call her nasty? Because if you called her nasty, you are definitely a misogynist pig. Again, it's a language prison. They want to keep you in a language prison so you become so concerned about how you describe Kamala Harris's litany of lies that you don't dare broach the topic because you're afraid of being called what? A racist or a misogynist. We'll talk about it however we damn well please. Showing you how we've documented the lies, but the language prison police are at it again. Here is discredited far-left lunatic at CNN Jeffrey Tubin, I'm not even going to go into this guy's personal problems because it's a family-friendly show, but Tubin, I don't know what his story, he pretends to be an analyst. Here was him on his social media feed yesterday. He tweeted this out, which is hilarious because it took all of about five seconds to show how stupid this guy was with this tweet. He says, again, the language prison. This is how you're not allowed to describe Kamala Harris. He tweets out, please note the words nasty, shrill, and strident are never used to describe male politicians ever, Joe, ever. You use them, you're a misogynist. Well, the great Sean Davis at The Federalist, who does terrific work, probably took him all of about two minutes to go to Jeffrey uh, Tubin's Twitter feed and find out what Jeffrey Tubin tweeted this. We should be honest about federal judges. Judge Ellis is a nasty old crank. Judge Ellis. Judge Ellis is a dude. A dude. A dude, nasty, <laughs> old crank, nasty. I thought, I, I, wait, Paula, can you put that back in just to be, I thought we're not allowed to call males nasty. But that never happens. It only happens on your Twitter feed, Jeffrey Tubin. Nasty, Judge Ellis. But please work the words nasty are never used to describe. No, you know what he'll say? Here's his out. Wait, Joe, here's his out. I just, uh, he'll say, no, no, that's a judge, not a politician. You can call a judge who's male nasty, but not yeah. a politician. If you, right, that's going to be his out. I can already tell him. I'm already ahead of him. So again, the, remember the two L's, the lies and the language prisons. They will lie to you over and over. And when you call them out on the lie and you say, gosh, that was a nasty lie, Kamala Harris. Nasty, you're not allowed to say nasty. Nasty, that's definitely misogynistic. We'll say whatever we want. That's my code for the family-friendly version of it. The double barrel. You get it. My regular viewers on YouTube know what I, you know what I did there. So that's the language police at it again. Well, let's go back to one final lie, and then we'll have to wrap up today. Tomorrow's show should be interesting. So Saturday, so we got a, we got a lot ahead. Here is Joe Biden yesterday at his uh, 
failed launch with uh, Kamala Harris. Talking about the Charlottesville, uh, what happened? Remember, remember back in Charlottesville and then Trump gave a speech after Charlottesville? Here's uh, Biden again repeating a thoroughly discredited lie. He doesn't even care. He doesn't even care. Here's Biden. Remember how it felt to see a violent clash ensue between those celebrating hate and those standing against it? It was a wake-up call for all of us as a country. For me, it was a call to action. My father used to say, silence is complicity, not original to him, but he believed it. At that moment, I knew I couldn't stand by and let Donald Trump, a man who went on to say when asked about what he thought, he said there were very fine people on both sides. Quote, very fine people on both sides. No president of the United States of America has ever said anything like that. Number one, this guy's just a liar. His father never told him that. I'm, I'm, I'm almost, I can almost guarantee you he just totally made that up. And Joe Biden was going to run for president before Charlottesville ever happened. Nothing he told you there was true. But get, see the implication in his speech there. That again, Donald Trump mm. called white supremacists very fine people. This is what he said this in his ad. And the implication there yesterday, of course, is Donald Trump is a racist. They'll do this over and over. Dan, that's not a lie. You'll say, come on, Dan. I've heard this over and over. Of course, Donald Trump called white supremacists very fine people. The Democrats have said it. Media folks have insisted it's true. Well, Joe, there'd be an easy way to figure that out, right? Surely there's a transcript of what Donald Trump said. Yeah. Would you pretty common sense, right? Not a trick question. You would think, yeah. oh, here we go. We have the actual transcript oh, right here. Because again, we do facts and stuff. So here's a direct quote. That's what quotation marks mean, Libs. Uh, here's a direct quote of what Donald Trump said about Charlottesville. Quote, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than the neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you also had some fine people, but you also had some troublemakers. And you see them come with black outfits and with helmets and with baseball bats. You had a lot of bad people in the other group too. End quote. Quotation marks. For the liberals listening, that means that's what he exactly said. That's his verbatim transcript. So other than the fact where he, quote, completely condemns neo-Nazis and white nationalists, other than that, your story is absolutely true. They just made it up. You understand that, right? But again, nobody will ever call Biden out on this, ever, other than conservative media. Hat tip Joel Pollack from Breitbart, by the way, who, who posted, and I retweeted his tweet, posted, thankfully, the actual transcript for these knuckleheads who will continue to repeat this nonsense story that is, in fact, total garbage. All right, on a lighter note, last story. I saw this at the Babylon Bee yesterday. I usually don't, Babylon Bee is a satire site. It's like The Onion. It's very, very funny. Sadly, some of their headlines, which are meant to be satire, humor, comedy, sadly, some of their headlines actually turned out to be true later on. This was, a, this was hilarious. Babylon Bee yesterday headline. Check this out. Report, Kamala Harris already vetting VP picks. <laughs> Just going to leave that one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Joe, 
I'm just leaving that one right there. All right, folks, don't miss tomorrow's show. We'll be taping super early. We got a really long day. We, I'm not kidding. We are going to be bopping back and forth from Florida, North Carolina, New Jersey, all in the same day. It's going to be a super long day. We hope to have that show thanks to the technical expertise of Drew and Joe on Saturday sometime afternoon, late afternoon, maybe evening, but please look out for it. We will be interviewing the owners of Attila's Gym and the Tattoo Factory in uh, Apex, North Carolina. People, uh, Two people fighting for their business lives, be able to feed their kids in the middle of a pandemic that's not going away. So these are going to be important interviews. And uh, I promised you I'd work out up at Attila's. Maybe we'll do some chin-ups, maybe some searcher squats. I don't know. Send me your suggestions. Maybe we'll do a little back, a little biceps maybe. Maybe I'll do the my new old New York workout, chest and biceps. What do you think? I actually do like, maybe we'll do some deadlifting. What do you think, Paula? Some deadlift. And I will be getting a tattoo. I never intended. I was actually trying to get rid of some of my <laughs> tattoos, but I'll be adding to the collection. It's not a joke. It's not a fake. I'm not messing with you. I said I'd do it. We're going to do it. It's not going to be a stick on. I promise you. It's not going to wash away. <laughs> no. What very Paul is like, I need it very small. Very small. We'll see. We'll see how long we have. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Please subscribe to the show, youtube.com slash Bongino and on Apple Podcasts. Those subscriptions are invaluable. They are free. They cost you nothing, but they really help us move up in the charts. We really appreciate it. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.